0: Welcome to Econa Day Unplugged. Today is Tuesday, December 18th. I am Ann Picker, Economist, Econa Day's Chief Economist, and with me today are Mark Pender in Pennsylvania and Jeremy Hawkins in London. Well, there are many issues that are going to carry over from 2018 to 2019. As an example, there will be no relief from Brexit, nor from the Italian budget issues. Jeremy.
1: OK, well, you say Brexit, I suppose, looking over the course of 2018, it's been sort of certainly European economy and political backdrop, and in many ways, Europe as well, which has been dominated by Brexit. As we speak, and as you say, there's no end to it at this stage. And in many ways, you can almost look back to when we held this little podcast a year ago and question quite rightly what's actually happened. And the answer to that, of course, is not a lot. So as we sp- as we stand, all we know at the moment is that Theresa May will continue to try to push her withdrawal bill through. And all we know that it will be voted on in the third week of January of 2019. So as far as European markets are concerned, if you want an early point on the radar to keep an eye on, that's going to be it. Third week of January. Of course, unless something else happens in the interim, it will be the Brexit vote. Otherwise, I think as far as Europe is concerned, it's one of, from the economy-wise, it's been, um, in contrast to the States, a disappointing 2018. Uh, growth has certainly undershot, I think, a lot of expectations, crucially ECB expectations. And that, I suppose, has resulted in what continues to be an extremely accommodative monetary policy. We know that the ECB has ended its quantitative easing programme, or at least it will do this month, but the idea of higher interest rates in uh, continental Europe, really as far away at this moment as ever. Um, what else can we say? Well, I guess in terms of you know, some of the big factors to think about for next year and continuing from this year, What we have seen on the political front across Europe during 2018 is a fairly significant shift towards populism, nationalism, call it what you will do. And that's going to remain important, I think, as we go into 2019, because in May we'll get the European parliamentary elections. There's a host of um, general government elections taking taking place across a number of European states as well um, next year. So politics, as they have done this year, could be a very important factor in in terms of you know, what investors want to do with their money. But by and large, I think you know, Europe at the moment is suffering from the slowdown in the global economy. Um, parts of it, crucially, its dominant member, Germany, is more exposed to slower exports than most of the other industrialised countries. So it's going to be a difficult time, I think, for you know, continental Europe. And as far as UK goes, of course, it's all eyes on Brexit.
0: Thanks, Jeremy. Uh, Mark? What's happening in the U.S.?
2: Well, for us, for the U.S., it's more immediate. Uh, We're going to get what to expect for 2019. We'll be coming out of the FOMC um, forecasts and statement tomorrow. What to look for? Well, uh, it's going to be the FOMC forecasts. And right now, the last one we had, which was in September, uh, had the uh, federal funds rate going to 3.1%. Um, they only go out to one-tenth, but uh, that uh, short for 3.125, uh, which would be three and one-eighths. Right now, we're at two and one-eighths. We are expecting one rate hike tomorrow, uh, which will bring us up to 2.375, uh, 2.4 on, there, um, on, on the dot plot. What to look for? It will be what they have for the uh, uh, for the column for 2019. If it's 3.1, that means they're holding to a super aggressive, what would be considered to be a super aggressive rate hike regime. Um, if it comes down to 2.9, they would have been cut that di- then to two rate hikes in 2019, and if it goes down to 2.6, that would be one. Uh, rate hike. Of course, the question really is, considering how much um, uh, combination of uh, of Fed speak and also uh, pressure on the Federal Reserve from the administration, not just the administration, but also uh, from the stock market, which is uh, suffering um, a little bit of uh, volatility, maybe a little bit of stress cracks, could it be one and done? Could they just uh, uh, hike uh, tomorrow, uh, bring it up to the 2.375 and just hold it there? So that would be a two. 2.4 2.4 for that column and that would be probably trigger a lot of confidence uh that um rates will not be a, a force of resistance for the 2019 markets and the 2019 economy for the statement um the statement May withdraw the uh, reference to uh, gradual rate hikes in the future. If um, if that's withdrawn, uh, then that would probably also uh, be combined with uh, cutting back. Uh, the number of rate hikes they see for next year. So it's pretty immediate right now. Uh, uh, Looking forward to 2019 will depend uh, to a large degree on on what we can uh, see from the Fed. For the U.S. economy, 2018 was a very uh, solid year, however. We've been getting weakening, uh, softening um, economic data uh, through the last uh, six weeks or so. And uh, the manufacturing uh, sector seems to uh, have slowed down. Um, housing has been a little bit mixed, but some we had housing starts and permits today. The single family component, which is uh, the uh, by far the most important component, um, is is slumping going into year end. So. Uh, the 2018 economy here is not ending on a high note. Uh, however, uh, given the strength in the mid part of the year, uh, historically, it's going to look pretty good.
0: Mark, um, back to the Fed. Uh, it should be noted that there's another factor of unknown, namely ah. that they are currently scheduled to hold eight press conferences. Mm-hmm. Uh, quarterly forecasts, though, and won't that add another unknown? Namely, that you can't look forward to the quarterly meeting necessarily, but it could happen anytime
2: rate changes could happen at any time. Um, If we were in a a stage where we would uh, uh, be expecting increasing uh, rate actions, in this case, uh, rate hikes, um, that would be a factor. But I think what we're we're, uh, expecting now is a diminishing number of actions. So it's probably going to end up Without those forecasts, those odd meetings, even though they will have the chairman uh, chairman's press conference now, probably won't be as alive as they say it as they say it would be. And of course, you know, the Fed is going to uh, stick to its being informed by incoming data. Um, so, it, for a, a non-forecast meeting to have expectations of an immediate rate action, it would ha- probably have to entail dramatic shift in the economic data going into that meeting.
1: Mark, can I ask you a question? I mean, how difficult it might be, or you might think otherwise, for the Fed to get the balance of what it does with this week correctly. In the sense that let's suppose now you talked about, you know, the last several weeks now we've seen at least some indications that U.S. economic growth is starting to slow. Yes. There's yes. more and more talk now, you know, concerns about not just the U.S. slowdown, but Eurozone not living up to expectations. Uh-huh. U.K. fourth quarter growth looking as if it could be pretty horrible. Uh-huh. So let's suppose that the FOMC come out and basically wind down their optimism about uh-huh. prospects for next year. So the good news is that perhaps rates don't have to go up so far, which is great mm-hmm. for industry. But the bad news, of course, is that we'll hang about. You know, the Fed's talking the economy down.
2: Well, How absolutely. do the markets take it? Well, you're so right, uh, Jeremy. I guess I, I jumped to conclusion saying that uh, fewer rate hikes would be uh, would probably be greeted um uh, uh, enthusiastic. I'm not sure I use that word, but positively by the markets. But you're right. Uh, if they do cut back, then people will start wondering. Well, maybe what is the Fed looking at? What is the Fed seeing? You know, maybe uh, you know uh, uh, it's possible now that uh, the whole balance could shift, and we could begin talking about rate cuts. Uh, so it is a little bit up in the air um, exactly how the markets would react, but. Uh, the, the given that the economy is solid, even though it's uh, slowing a little bit, um, I think the uh, it, it's more of a question of uh, less strong than more weak. And um, so I, I would guess that it would be favorably uh, viewed if the Fed, for the markets and for the, I think, economic um, uh, uh, projections, uh, if the Fed backed off a little bit.
0: To be continued tomorrow, (laughs) we'll find out some information that may help us, Judge 2019. Meantime, thank you, guys.